0: Today, I'm going to show you how to ask or make a request for your specific love language. But before I do that, I just want to chime in on love languages for a second. My position on love languages is that I think they're great. I think that they are informative And I think that some people are way too attached to their particular love language or the love language of their partner. And some people think that if you don't share the same love language, that you're just not compatible. And my position is that love languages are a tool that you can use to better love your partner or for them to better love you, right? You understand what makes them feel loved. And hopefully they also understand what makes you feel loved. And you also understand what makes you feel loved so that you can ask for it, right? The Holy Grail is that your person whoever it is, whether it's a long-term committed partnership or a brand new person that you're dating or your lover or whatever, can anticipate what you need and how you want to be loved. And hello, that's pretty much a fantasy if you don't share with them what's important to you. What do you need? What do you want? how can you be loved because there is no manual first of all there's no relationship education there's no love education everything we get from uh, we, everything we get about love is pretty much from television or pop culture and most of that is unrealistic fantasy land disney stuff or we learn it from our caretakers our role models growing up And they're just doing what they saw their parents doing. And, you know, newsflash, things in the 20s, you know, the 1920s are different than they are in the 2020s. Back then, people were just trying to survive. And now, for the most part, we have a lot of our basic needs met, right? For like food, security, and shelter. And so now we're looking at like, how can we have more fulfilling relationships? So you can't really base all of this. You can't base uh, your current relationships on how your parents did their relationships or how your grandparents did their relationships. So now you have to ask for what you want because you can't just assume that people are going to be able to give you what you what you want or what you need without you making that request. So love languages are great. They're great. They're they they are a tool that you can use to better love your partner and for them to better love you. Okay. So knowing that, if you want what you want, the best way to get it is to ask for it. And I've said this so many times. I feel like if you're a longtime listener, like you know, my apologies, but then also not really, because I also need to remember and to be reminded. That if I want to build the kind of life that I'm proud of and I want to build the kind of relationship that blows me away, then I need to like be an active participant in that. And I need to ask for what I want. I still need to do this stuff. Right. So, okay. Love languages, there's, you know, acts of service, physical touch, quality time, gifts, and God. The- it's the other, it was, I always forget the other one. Words of affirmation, right? So quality time is like spending time with somebody. Words of affirmation is like, uh, you know, saying nice things about somebody. Acts of service is doing nice things for them. Physical touch is like touching them in ways that feel good for them. And then gifts is giving them gifts, right? I think also what's important to note is that some people uh, prefer to receive one type of love language, but like to give another, right? So just saying like, oh, I'm a words of affirmation person might not actually be uh representative of some folks. Some folks might really like to, to receive words of affirmation, but love to give acts of service, right? So that's even more a reason why we need to talk about this stuff, right? If, if love languages is important to you, and using it as a framework to be more connected to your person is important to you, then you got to learn how to talk about it. Okay, so let's just move into what it sounds like to ask for your love language. Also, like I know you might wish that they would just do this unprompted, and eventually they will. Right. If they learn your love language and you make the requests often enough and then you praise them when they do it, right. You sort of like positive reinforcement in dog training. I always find this sort of like a funny uh, comparison, right. But uh, you can effectively train your partner by asking for what you want and then like saying thank you and being appreciative when they do it, right. Like praising them. Works. It works. People like, for the most part, want to meet your needs, especially if they know what those needs are. Okay. So what's important about this is that you want to be specific about what you're asking for. And basically what I'm showing you here is a small, small portion of my getting your needs met course, but you don't want to go, uh, you don't want to say to your partner, Hey, I need more words of affirmation from you. Or I need you to touch me more. Or I need more gifts from you. Like that, to me, sounds like a demand and is pretty pretty much likely to shut the person down, right? Because they're already failing you, right? You need more of something. So rather than doing that, I think a lot of you already know that I love to use the I'd love... I'd love it if, or I'd love you to sentence stem or sort of, I don't know, script for asking for what you want, right? So instead of saying, I need uh, to see you more for quality time, you can say, I'd love to see you a few more times this week, right? So instead of saying, I need to see you more, say, I'd love to see you a few more times this week. This is what it would look like if you kind of added a little bit more context. I really enjoy spending time with you. And I'd love to see you a few more times this week. Maybe we could take a walk on Sunday mornings before we rush off to run our errands. Is that something you're willing to do? That's what asking for quality time looks like. Rewind it if you need to hear it again. Just hit the little back 15 button a couple times. So words of affirmation, actually, I'm going to save that one for the end because people get really triggered by that one. And I'll, I'll share with you why and why I still like to ask for it this way. Um, acts of service. I've been feeling really overwhelmed these days. And I love it when we come together to take care of the house. Can you handle the laundry and the cleaning this week? It would really mean a lot to me. Right? So you give an explanation. I've been feeling really overwhelmed. I love it when we come together. Can you handle the laundry and the cleaning this week? It would really mean a lot to me. So you're adding color and context to your request. So uh, physical touch. I'd love it if you gave me a big hug when I come home. I'm usually pretty stressed when I come home from work and getting a big hug from you really calms me down and helps me land. So you get the request, and then you have some color and some context. And these are all scripts, right? You can adapt these to however you want. This is just a starting point for you to figure out or for you to hear what it sounds like to ask for a love language, right? We're not even talking, we're not even saying the word love language. We're just asking for the specific action that will come meet the love language, right? Uh, Gifts gifts is weird to ask for, kind of, but then not really, right? Just, you know, if you are a gifts kind of person, own it. One of my love languages is gifts. I'm not ashamed to admit that I love receiving flowers now and then. Is that something you're willing to do for me? Just own it. Own the fact that your love languages is gift. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing to be ashamed of. You like gifts little gifts make you feel special. That's cool. Straight up cool. Good job. You like gifts. Now ask for them. (laughs) Also, you know, it's important to separate the request from the outcome. Sometimes people are just not going to be able to do what you want them to do. And that's also okay it can be disappointing and sad and frustrating and not what you want to hear, but it's also okay for them not to do that because they are a sovereign being. They they have their own needs, and sometimes your need is going to conflict with their need, and that is a whole different conversation. We talk actually a lot about that in the Getting Your Needs Met course, which I guess I'm going to include a link in the show notes. Uh, So, words of affirmation. I've been feeling a bit insecure these days, and this is really hard for me to ask for, but I'm going to do it anyways. Would you be willing to share with me a few things that you love about me? That's one way of doing it. And the reason I put sort of like the, the, the primer on there, the I've been feeling a bit insecure and this is hard for me to ask for, is because for a lot of people, that's really hard to ask for. And so just own the fact that it's hard to ask for, but that you're going to do it anyways, because you're being courageous and you are asking for what you want. I've been feeling a bit insecure these days, and this is hard for me to ask for, but would you be willing to share with me a few things that you love about me? This is a beautiful practice, beautiful, beautiful practice to be able to go up to your partner and ask them to share things that they love about you. And also, let's be clear, this isn't something that you would do every day. Unless this was part of your like relationship ritual and you were both into it, cool, then do that. But for the most part, like you don't want to be asking for this stuff every day. You want to be asking for it like when it means a lot to you or when it can be really helpful. And this is how you can start talking about your love language. Also, you can have a conversation about your love languages right? You can grab the book or take a test alone or with your partner. If you don't know what your love language is, you can sit down and say, Hey, I'd love to talk about love languages. It's like something that I've learned about. I find it interesting. I think it could bring us closer together. And I love being close to you. And I would love it to be, I would love, I would love to be even more close to you. I would, I would love to be even closer to you. (laughs) So basically that's it. Um, I saved words of affirmation for the end because some people were triggered when I shared this on Instagram about how uh, they would never share how insecure they are or like admit that this is hard for them to do. Or they would, you know, God forbid that they would have to ask their partner to share something that they love about them. And at the same time, it's like, yeah, okay, we're humans. We're doing the best we can. We're trying this stuff out. We're learning as we go along. And I'm a big fan of transparency. I don't think there's anything wrong with telling somebody that, that you're that you feeling a bit insecure or that this is hard for you to do. I think that's beautiful and it's vulnerable. And I think the people that push back against that are maybe afraid that the other person is going to have too much power in the relationship. And I, I don't know. I, I don't really know what to say about that other than the fact that power is going to ebb and flow. I don't think that being vulnerable is going to give them more power. If it does, then that might be something to either talk about or to evaluate whether this relationship is good for you. And I can't make that decision for you. Um, That's going to be on you, on them, and perhaps on a trusted third-party mental health professional. So anyways, that's how I would talk about love languages. Uh, Take this advice with a grain of salt. I mean, take all the advice with a grain of salt and see if it works for you. Also, I just want to call out the fact that I'm recording this in a way in which I find myself speaking way faster than I normally do, which is interesting because I haven't had coffee today. I'm on like, I had some yesterday. I've been like trying to like wean off of the caffeine just to see what like my normal energy levels are. And also because I know that coffee is very acidic. So just for like general health. But for some reason, I find myself speaking faster yet I haven't had the caffeine. I don't know what that's all about. I just want to call it out. My name is Sean Galinas. You obviously know this. This is a short pep talk. Maybe this isn't a pep talk. Maybe this is like a different format. (laughs) Also, I might have ADHD. I was diagnosed Um not formally, but informally. Anyways. Okay. Have a beautiful week. Bye.